Dude, I took a single hit that whole game. Yeah, I also took like one. Okay. Welcome to the fourth and fourth episode of Roland420s. Thank you. Uh, it's nice to be here. Yeah, well, it's nice to be here too, and it's nice to have all of you here listening um, to our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Um, I'm your host and Dungeon Master Jonah, and I've got a great cast with me today. To my left, I have the wonderful and constant Anchorage. Oh, what a great guy. Um, and our guest today is the same one as the last couple episodes. Wendy! Oh, great. And of course, I'm here as well. Tom and Jerry. Well, good. They're all here. And that means we can get into today's episode of Rolling for 20s. You guys ready to start? I sure am. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, of course. Well, I won't even ask you guys to do a recap because I know how that goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, last episode, our party attempted to rescue Bellamy when he was captured and spent just about the whole time in a confrontation with the Black Guard attempting to free Bellamy. Uh, their attempts were unsuccessful. However, they were able to leave the little gopher with a dagger. Maybe be able to get himself out of this situation. Uh, in their attempts to free Bellamy, they released many of the guard's butcher dogs, which devoured a large percentage of the magical creatures that the guards had just kidnapped from the town and put in boxes to where they were completely helpless. Uh, your friend Corky the Troll attempted to kill the butcher dogs, but four of them set upon him and it was too much for him. And Corky unfortunately kicked the bucket. You, seeing that all was lost, you scooped up your space lizard and made your retreat to Tommen's house hidden deep in the woods. Now you all gather around in his walnut shell house to discuss where to go next. Well, first things first. Come on in here. I'll take them into the back room. It's just—it's just like a—it's an extension of the shell, except this area is mostly just like free space, and it's mostly vines. It's basically more like it was a porch, but the vines <laughs> overtook it, and so now it's a room. <laughs> it's enclosed by the vines now. <laughs> yeah, I've got—I've got some things back here that will help me. <laughs> They are plants. Uh, Anchorage is, is he walks in the he walks in past and he's he's pacing around and he's holding his his head with his hands and he's he's, he's going, I killed them, I killed them, man. I'm gonna bring him back a little something something and it's gonna make a sound quite similar to this. Okay, hey, would you I like th- some I of this? I'm good now. <laughs> Anchorage, uh, a subtle cloud sets over you all, and you feel a little better. Um, you are still racked with guilt. The town you were meant to save, many of them are now gone. And oh no, now you feel better. <laughs> there it is. Could I just get a leaf? To to go? No, yeah. Could I get a leaf to go? Yeah, man. I mean, 
look, this thing's taking over my house. I gotta smoke it up. Yeah. Can I just... Take as much as you want. Probably uh, just don't harvest the roots, though. Yeah, no, I was just like to take one leaf and like feed Kristoff. Kristoff <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> loves it. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> this little turtle beak. Maybe that. Maybe this will finally make him grow. <laughs> <laughs> if anything will do it, it right. should be this. I, I can't process what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta get Bellamy, man. We gotta we gotta get Bellamy. We gotta free everybody. Encourage free everybody they got. Encourage, like I love listening to your ideas, but last time that you had Encourage, I don't think there is anyone else. You know, last time you tried to rescue him, a lot of horrible things happened, and then we still failed to do it. What do you want to do, man? I, I, I'm not sure, honestly. <clears throat> Maybe find Emilio? As the resident scholar and the person who likes to make a list of all of the unique creatures that I found in the Kattegat, I will say that the number that are located and living within the stump hold that I was able to see, well, so the ones that they kidnapped to represent them that are dead, I'm assuming they're going to have to replace. So we've got a massive underpopulation problem. Actually, you have got a massive underpopulation problem right. in your town. But I'm home now and I've got my lizard, so I really don't know if I have anything left to do with you guys. I mean, there is the reward offered by Deandra. The draw of free stuff oh, still exists. That's true, and she didn't need to be replaced. Yeah, that's true, because they still have Bellamy. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was kind of easy. <laughs> you don't have to beg me. What about you, turtle bro? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I have nothing else to do with my time, really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's do I'm it. gonna I'm gonna grab a satchel and stuff it full of a bunch of plants. And... Okay, okay. How big of a satchel are we talking? My satchel. Your satchel. Well, how big is your satchel? My satchel is about. So imagine if you needed a bag that could hold like two gallons of milk without spilling them. Oh, okay. I got you. About that big. Okay. Okay. So you grab about two gallons of your smoking herb and you <laughs> mash it all down into your satchel and you close it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pungent. It's pungent. It's pungent. Wait, what time of day is it? It is almost night. Oh, it is almost night. How about we sleep first? Oh, oh wait. Did, do y'all not have anywhere else to go? <laughs> <laughs> I thought y'all were just walking me home. Yeah, no, no okay. I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> so like, we can we can like camp out. What do y'all sleep on? The floor. Not anything, dude. I okay. Mean, I can just use my hair as a pillow. Well, I mean, really, really, just set, set down, set down wherever you want. I'll be sleeping over here. I'm gonna go. I, 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 I cuff my feet and I hang upside down with my head in a bucket full of paper. <laughs> a bucket full of what? Pig's blood. <laughs> You know, oh man, you got one of those? <laughs> I heard that those are really good for, uh, like, 
correlating the blood flow with the pig blood flow? Yeah, well, the blood just rushes to my head. And between the pig's blood and the bucket and the herb in my veins, you know, it's just a lot going you for me. your helmet on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I'll take that as a yes. Where was I going with this? <laughs> Sorry, I rolled too many 420s this time. <laughs> or four. You rolled 420s. I did. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go and rest. <laughs> okay. Take a long rest, one might say. All right. Uh, I assume all three of you are long Me resting. Me too. Then. And yeah, Christoph this, I'm too. Okay. Uh... Anchorage and um, Wendy, the two of you find the most comfortable spot of floor cushioned with some of the plants that Tommen is growing. And you're able to get nice, a good night's sleep. Your dreams are plagued with the screams of dying, helpless, magical creatures and butcher dogs. Um, except for your dreams, Tommen. Yours are great. Just a pig's blood. And <laughs> oh, pig's blood. yeah. And you're upside down, so. That really helps with dreaming. <laughs> yeah, well, so I've heard. Yeah, well, I mean, the blood just synchronizes with the pig's blood. <laughs> okay. Um, you all wake up the next morning. Tom, and do you unhook yourself from your upside-down cuffs, and you pull your head out of the pig's bucket blood thing? Uh, <laughs> Wendy and Anchorage, the two of you wake up at about the same time. The sound of Tom and clanging to the floor as he unhooks his ankles wakes you up. Good morning. Woo, I feel way better. <laughs> do you want to do some yoga to begin the day? Uh, before the yoga. <laughs> what? what? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. Okay, okay. I start pulling out herb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. The, the rest of, and the rest of the campaign for the heroes was hanging out in Tommen's house, <laughs> smoking pot and watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of the adventure for these. <laughs> okay, so how are we going to approach this? What exactly? Freeing Bella. All right, I forgot. <laughs> we had a couple things on the table that I wasn't sure if you were talking about what we were going to use to light it or <laughs> how to do downward dogs. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Wendy, are you are you running them through some poses while you guys smoke and uh, oh, yeah, I'm discuss just your plan? Doing yoga and like animating discussing a plan beforehand is a good idea yeah i feel like i'm um, just after like... watching what happened last time yeah let's first do the dying swan <laughs> okay you guys assume dying swan pose and do a few um okay. so assumably they just brought bellamy back to the camp now it's it was pretty easy last time but after a breakout like that their security might be up. They might recognize us this time. Yeah, specifically you. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm in a guard uniform. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I really blend into a crowd. <laughs> oh, perfect idea. Who's going to switch clothing with me? <laughs> okay, so this might be flattering, but I don't think those clothes fit me. <laughs> I have to wear this. Yeah, he has to wear the armor. Yeah, if... if if Let's I don't, I might get shorter. I do. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get Emmanuel. Amelia. Amelia. Oh, <laughs> offensive. Okay, you guys want to head back to Stumphold then? 
Oh, that sounds so stupid and no, absolutely we need, dangerous. We don't need it that much. What's how are we gonna approach this? Coconut plant worked last time, but I don't know. I do still work. have the coconut. <laughs> Um, however, we've also learned that these guards are not particularly resistant to smoke screens. Okay. <laughs> this is not looking good. So this is almost as good as your last plan. I figure we just go in and wing it. That hasn't that I has say, a 50-50 success rate. I mean, I could probably like put on a disguise at some point. You could, you, could sh- you could, like, shave. That would also do the trick. No, this is definitely not <laughs> an available option. <laughs> however, not the beard. However, I have learned how to, you know, disguise myself from time to time. I don't know. That would only be me. And what about the two of you? Well, we don't have to go in if you can Oh, my God. You mean I have to go into the camp all by myself? No, 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 no. <sighs> Don't worry. Okay. I'm I'm going to go and I start ruffling through a drawer in the corner. Okay. And I pull out a mustache, <laughs> dark shaded sunglasses, and um, a belt. And I'm going to put them all on. Okay, so he like... Well, this completely changes like, your appearance. Glass helmet. Puts the sunglasses on. They just kind of like slide down and get stuck on the mustache. <laughs> he has no ears to prop them on. And he, he just like kind of tightens the belt around his metal suit. Looks exactly the same. Wow, your look has completely changed. <laughs> oh, I think this will work, guys. From my studies of human fiction, this should be enough. Maybe we should, maybe we should uh, look out what their defenses are right now. And then we should make a plan. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, do you, so you guys are going to the encampment that you went to before. Okay. Um, you uh, head out of Tommen's place and you walk for a ways. It's not too far. Um, the forest is very quiet. You're used to the sounds of like little creatures and fae fluttering about, but now it's dead silent. Um, it's it's eerie. You follow the path that you know leads you to the encampment. Once you get there, it, it's much the same as you left it. Uh, however, there are maybe a few less carriages uh, and a few less guards. Less. Less. Maybe they're shipping them out to some bigger, like, plant or something. Are the cages, like, outside or in tents? Outside. There, there are three tents, and they are all used for guards. Do you think that we could draw enough attention if we we lit one of the tents on fire? <laughs> Why do you want to draw attention? Because I'm thinking that if we draw attention to one of the tents, mm. then we could search around. You know what I mean? We'll like just be setting off an alarm when we could just sneak in while it's calm. How far away are we, like, from... You're about, like, 200 feet. 200 feet. You're from the very edge. Yeah. Like, you're kind of just up on a hill with a little bit of forest cover looking down on it. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with, like, burning something again. <laughs> it went so well for you guys last time. Yeah, right? Here, let me 
let me, uh, I'm, I'm pretty stealthy. Let me sneak in and around and see if I can't get a look at where Bellamy is. Okay. Uh, I also, can I roll perception to see if I see our friends Barney and Barney? Oh, shit. Yeah, sure. You can look for Barney and Barney. Not 20. You're fucking <gasps> oh, kidding me. God! Okay, well, for listeners that don't remember, Barney and Barney were the unnamed guards that I had to come up with on the spot <laughs> that were uh, dealing with Corky the troll, um, which Anchorage was able to convince them that he was a professional troll hunter and to just stand <laughs> back and he could handle it. Um, they stood back for a while, and then when they returned, the troll was gone along with the troll hunter, so they are still very convinced of your story. And, wouldn't you know it, they are right on the outskirts uh, of the little encampment uh, on guard duty, kind of talking to each other. And they're, like, real on the outskirts, too. Wait, I have one more question. Do we see, like, the cards that were, like, almost destroyed? Mm -mm. You don't see the cards that were almost destroyed. What if they've never brought Bellamy here? Like, what if that just never happened? Or maybe they left destroyed cards. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Um, the destroyed cards would be very difficult to move. Right. Okay. Uh, Barney and Barney are not far from you. Uh, they're about 50 feet outside of the encampment since you rolled a natural <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to try and use Barney and Barney to maybe look around for Bellamy for us? What if I were to disguise myself as Barney and then they would be very confused? <laughs> They certainly would be very confused. Do they look alike? No. How sad? I thought they were like twins. You know, you know, no, no. Not at all. I, I have an idea. Different. Are we okaying this plan? I have an idea of how I could ask them. Okay. Yeah? Okaying what plan? Which, yeah. Asking them to look through Bellamy for us. Like, are you sure that you could do that? I think so. What, what, what would be our reasoning as to yeah. why we need to know the location of this groundhog man? Trust me. No! I'm gonna walk oh towards my the God. Line. <laughs> oh. Um, You walk towards them and then they, they see you and they're like, Hey! Hey! I want to wave them Troll over. Hunter. I want to wave them over and be like... Oh. They like kind of quiet down a little bit and they like walk over to you like, Oh yeah, we're about to get an official job from a big boy. Look, Barney, Barney. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been tasked to look for a particular creature. Um, uh, it wasn't where I was expecting it to be. Oh, um, which okay. is a, a pretty shocking for me, you know, since yeah, I'm a yeah, professional super shocking for creature hunter. Hey, hey, do you know, do you mind if we we ask we we like step back and we were like over there for like two hours, and then like we walk, walked back over and the troll was gone. How'd you do it? I had to kill it. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it turned on us. Uh, Dude. Killed, my, killed all my buddies. Oh. Uh, but I just barely managed to That's... stab my dagger into its neck at the last moment. You look like you've been in a fight. You yeah, I was. Up. Yeah, man. Damn, bro. Hey, nice work, though. Yeah, so Crazy I that we you... didn't hear any of that. What do you think? I'm some sort of sloppy amateur dude? no no we, we didn't mean that at all we didn't mean that at all god yeah, yeah shut up Barney let him talk god okay so anyway I need you boys to look for a small furry creature for me oh dude 
There's like a lot of those in there. Its name is Bellamy. Whoa, the little gopher. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, he's he's on his way to Mornhall at this point. Mornhall? Okay, okay. Uh, do you boys think that you could uh, get me a map? A, a map? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. my my map got uh got you know totally <laughs> wrecked in the uh, fight. One of them will, will pull out a little map of the Katagat. Doesn't have the surrounding Duslumba, but I, mean, I want to look for what did he born near? Mornhall. Mornhall. That's what it was. So Mornhall is the castle that was built by uh, King Balzac. <gasps> Um, when he first was able to like unite the Katagat. Um, before he could ever live in it, however, though, he died. Um, and that's why it's called Mornhall. And it is now ruled by King Goth. This would be his palace. Um, and it's it's pretty far from here. A fourteen day walk at least. Maybe maybe seven if you could get a carriage. Okay, Barney, Barney. I've got a mission for you guys, okay? Gotta be honest, I messed up on this one. I was supposed to get this guy before he got to Mornhall, so <laughs> I need you guys to help me out here, okay? You're my number. You're my number one <laughs> pals, okay? I need you to get me a covered carriage, okay? I need you to get me a covered carriage. Put it out by the edge of the road. Uh, make me a persuasion check. Uh, fourteen. No, sorry, fifteen. Fifteen. Ooh, that's good. Is it good enough? Um, they kind of like look at each other and like, dude, we a covered carriage, a covered carriage. All right, dude. We'll we'll see what we can do. I need you to divert it to another tertiary or quadrociary outlet for carriage retrieval you know what i'm talking about man dude i don't think we have that kind of power no, we're guys. pretty like guys and our carriage is like totally busted up look barney barney yeah yeah let's talk later okay catch you guys catch you guys yeah we'll, we'll catch you catch you guys okay i'm gonna walk back up to where the other guys are <laughs> Okay, uh, you see, shockingly, this plan seems to have at least not gone horribly wrong, and Anchorage is now walking back up to you, waving goodbye to the Barneys. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised. Their guard, they're returning to their guard duties. <coughs> <laughs> duties. Duty. <laughs> okay, guys, so this is what I found out, okay? Bellamy has been brought to this place. I point to it on the map. Um, he points to the Mourn Hall. Uh, neither of you have probably ever been there, but you've definitely heard about it. That's, like, how far away? Dude, it's like 14-day walk. Well, they can't, like, they can be, like, a long way away, right? Like, they started going there. We would have like, started yesterday. Like, yesterday evening, but the earliest. You know, we could get horses. <laughs> we do, and we there could get our horses. It's we, also still, um, Corky's Wagon. Which we could get the horses on Corky's wagon. Unoccupied. Tommen. And it, his is covered now. He put a roof on it. We should get the horses on Corky's wagon. Let's go get Corky's wagon. Okay, we go do that. Okay. Uh, you sprint off towards Stumphold. Um, 
you get there and it is a sad sight. You approach from the side where um, the little scuffle with the carriages had happened. Uh, you see the one that you cut the butcher dogs off. The carriage is left there and it's just overturned on its side. The other one has burned pretty much completely away except to its metal skeleton. Uh, the two bodies of the butcher dogs that were killed by Corky and the lizard still lie there. Corky's body has been removed, um, but the rest of the corpses all still lay there. Was the demolition of the hedge halted at all by, or delayed at all by um, the there incident? There is a gaping hole in the hedge where the guards came through, um, and it has not been patched up yet. Well, let's just go through that hole, right? Okay. I'm going to go get um, Emmanuel. Emilio! I'm going to go get Emilio from <laughs> my sheriff's office. You got, can you guys get the horses, and we'll meet back out at uh, at Corky's? Yes. Okay. Um, are you guys trying to do this stealthily, or are you just walking through the town? I'm going to go stealthily. Okay. Um, so, Anchorage, why don't you go ahead and make me a stealth check? Right? That's a 13. A 13? Okay. Uh, you step through the hole in the brush and you walk into Stumphole towards your sheriff's office. Kind of trying to keep to the shadows a little bit, keeping low. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot of cover. It's pretty hard to hide, especially it's broad daylight. Um, now, uh, Wendy and Tom, you all are heading to uh, the um, Farmer Giles' little uh, little house where he's got the horses, huh? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, you guys head into the town as well, not sneaking. I mean, I can't sneak anyways. Yeah, you so guys no. are pretty abysmal at it, even if you try. Yeah. Um, you don't see any black guards left here. Mm. Um, you head over to the to um, Giles' little little place, and you see he's he's out front, and the horses are still there, and he's got his knife, and he's like sharpening it up. Oh. Hey there. Oh, I didn't think you all would be back. Oh, sorry. Just, just about to... Yeah, it just took us a minute. Well, your horses are still alive. And he sheathes his knife. A awesome. Yeah, can we just take them with us now? Oh, yes. Absolutely. They're all, oh. all yours. Thank you so much. That's really nice, right? That's quite nice. Yeah. Well, hope. glad you all are all right. That scuffle yesterday was something else. Yeah. I, I heard that there was... Uh, two folks like you standing up against the black guard, but I'm glad it wasn't you, because clearly yeah. you're still alive. We are well, glad it wasn't us as well. But yes, I mean, it, it was vicious what happened. Vicious. Barbaric. Barbaric. Those yeah. black guard are monsters, really. D- d- do you have any uh, tips on like how to deal with those horses? Oh, e- yes. Uh... Their favorite food is uh, trees. Trees? Yes, they like to eat the branches right off. And, uh, oh. Their teeth are quite strong. They can chew Just the wood, any no kind problem. of tree, really? Any kind of tree. All right. Yep. Fascinating. Yeah. Awesome. And besides that, they're just calm, nice horses. Quite calm, nice horses. Awesome. What is um, the top speed? <laughs> well, they're, they're quite fast. <coughs> about 60 feet. Whoa. 60 feet. Wow. Four horsepower. Wow. Four yeah. horsepower? Yeah, All right. They're quite fast. Okay. Thank you very much. Yes, It'll thanks a lot. Oh, yes, you're welcome. Um. Okay. 
You guys take the horses and you lead them back out towards Corky's wagon. Yeah. Do you go out through the hill in or the hole that was made in the brush? I feel like the like the lesser people are able less to... likely the hole. Likely yeah. the hole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys walk back out through the hole that you entered here through. And you return the horses to uh, Corky's wagon and you start like getting it all situated. Yeah. Anchorage, um, while they are off doing that, you head for the sheriff's office where you told Emilio to wait. Um, you open the door. It's totally unlocked. Uh, and you head inside. Uh, no sign of Emilio. I'm gonna... I'm gonna look... To see if all my stuff is still there. Okay, make me an investigation check. That's a 10. A 10. Uh, all your stuff still seems to be there. Maybe not in the places you left it exactly, but you're not really sure. Okay, I'm going to like get into clean, nice clothes. Okay, you change into clean, nice clothes. Do you have armor you want to put on? I don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? don't think I have armor. Um, I do want to get another dagger, though. Since okay, gave one since to... you gave one to Bellamy. Yeah, you have a stockpile of daggers. You take it, sheath it up, and tie it to your belt. Oh, while you're doing this, you hear kind of rustling noise from behind you, and you turn to see Emilio, like, poking out of the closet, looking over at you. Oh, thank goodness. I was worried the blackguard had located me. Ah, you what kept you so long? I've been waiting for ages. It was a disaster, man. Oh. We gotta get out of town. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna give him a big poncho and <laughs> <laughs> and a sombrero and a fake mustache. <laughs> Alright, uh, so he, he sticks the fake mustache on, he pulls the sombrero a little down over his eyes and he pulls the poncho around him. The two of you step out into the sunlight. He hisses a little bit, but the shadowing seems to be helping. Uh, Emilio, uh, um, I want to make you my deputy. I would be honored. I'd be the deputy to Anchorage Breaker of Cages. Well, welcome. And I hand him a... (laughs) (laughs) Like a little kid's badge. (laughs) A little sticker you give to me. And I'm like, I actually don't don't hold that. (laughs) (laughs) I keep that secret. No, 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 don't hold it because it has the symbol of Agoth on it. <laughs> I flip He's it like, ah! <laughs> Can't touch that. Just, uh, just don't touch your 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 waist oh, at all. This feels like a bad idea, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, the two of you sneak out of the town. Are you going to use the Hill Inn or the Thorn? Hill Inn. Hill Inn. Okay. Um, you, uh open the door it's still it's still early so there's not a lot of people in here guild is there though uh she sees you oh Gilda. hey goodness I, I and she'll run, like give you a hug yeah i run over i give her a hug and i and then i grab her hands and i say gilda i'm gonna be gone for a while i swear you'd say that we're gonna have to you know go get bellamy and like see what the heck is going on man but, like, we'll be back soon. And when we're back, things are going to be right back to normal. Don't you even worry, Gilda. Uh, okay. Make me a precision check. That's a 13. Um, she, she, she can tell you're lying. 
Um, but she hugs you anyway and says, Good luck, Anchorage. Be careful. Don't do anything I would do. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I, I tip my hat and run out. Um, as you're leaving, uh, her husband, Sharkbait, this muscled up, very tattooed little halfling, he walks up to you silently and he just kind of like shakes your hand and lets you go. Uh, you walk out of the Hill Inn and rush over to Corky's wagon. Uh, Wendy and Tommen just tying up the horses to the wagon. You get there just in time. Hey, you reckon we should do something about that hole? I don't think we have time. Well, I was going to suggest either putting that other wagon, maybe pushing that in front of it, or see if you wanted to replace it with more vines. I've got some seeds here. Let's just go ahead then. Okay, I'll plant some seeds. Yeah, I'll plant some right where, right at the <laughs> front of the hole. Uh, this went surprisingly well, guys. Can't believe we are all here together. Surprisingly again. well, by we didn't accidentally result in our actions didn't result in a bunch of innocents right. being butchered. Like I would agree with you. Yeah, there. like we like our plan succeeded. <laughs> that is surprising. Our extremely complex. Yes. Walk in, walk out. Yeah, I mean <laughs> to a friendly town. Like we we were not able to succeed with similar plans before, so that is it's a huge step. Up. That is a big like. Big step. Uh, big step. Yeah. Okay, can we can we hook the horses up? Yeah, we already did that. Oh, oh, the horses are hooked up. You're you're ready to go. All right, let's go. Does anybody know how to head a carriage? Uh, yeah, I've dealt with some wagons and carriages in my day. I mean, you have a rough idea. It you uh, like get a hold of the reins and you can kind of direct the two sides of the horses to go right or left. It's different when the wagon's not sentient. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you're able to get them going. Uh, Anchorage and Wendy, you climb into the back of the wagon. Uh, you can see where the beginnings of Corky's decoration to his no, new home had, had started. He <gasps> dug up a few of the local plants and brought them in here as house plants. Uh, he stretched a large canvas over the top of it to create like a little bit of a cover. He was such um, a good guy. Starting to construct a bit, little bit more of a permanent roof. He had gathered what his little belongings in a little pile in the corner. The place just doesn't feel the same without him. Whoa, Wait. what's this? I, I, I drop a, a piece of paper and pick it up. Um, left, next of kin, Tomond Jerry. Wow. Okay. My own summer home. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like left to my business partner, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> When Corky, uh, when Corky had to leave his home underneath the bridge, right? Like he took his belongings in a little bag, right? Mm -hmm. Is the bag still here? Uh, yeah, it's like open up in the corner. Oh, so what's in there? Not much, really. The, the belongings that a troll would have. He has this strange, uh, like a horn of a goat that's been hollowed out, so he can like blow through it and make a loud noise. Oh, cool. Um, he's got this collection of different colors of manamite, which is the little crystals that grow around Kattegat. He's got about five different colors. Yellow, pink, blue, green, whatever. Um, and then a, a couple fish. Yeah, I feel like we should honor stinky. his belongings, really. Yeah, I want the I manamite. The <laughs> <laughs> and I like... you get the fish. <laughs> no, I want like the colorful stones. 
Well, okay, let's... We can share the manamite. Hmm. Uh, Tom, and you are unfortunately not inside seeing these belongings. Right, uh, you, you are, are not. You are steering the carriage, right. so the manamite would go to Wendy. Yeah. I forgot it was covered. Okay, and you guys set off uh, in a blackguard labeled covered wagon. Following the map that was given to you by Barney um, and Barney, uh, you're able to direct Tommond to direct the horses in the direction of Mournhall, and you set off for traveling for the day. You quickly cover the rest of the more foresty terrain that makes up this part of Kattegat, and the terrain starts to change from the green forest scape to the more... Emilio! You didn't tell him he could enter the place! He's in the town! <laughs> you guys immediately have to turn back since you forgot to tell Emilio he was allowed to enter. Because he has to be invited in. Uh, you guys quickly turn the wagon around. You clap the reins as quickly as you can. And you zip back to where you see Emilio sitting on the ground. Very dejected. You forgot to invite me in. <laughs> what kind of deputy do you think I am? When you can just leave behind. So he's very, he's very out of sight. I cordially invite you into the carriage, Emilio. Oh, thank you. Thank you Get so much. in. Oh, great. So dead fish. Yeah, you can have that one. Thank you. We'll sit down and we'll start eating dead fish. Um, and you guys uh, then set off in the carriage. Um, <laughs> the train changes from the greener forest scape that dominates this eastern side of Kattegat. Uh, and is present in the eastern side of Duslumbo, where uh, the Sky Havens reside. It's no secret that we've been working with Spectral Craft Dice since the launch of our podcast, and I am so excited to announce that the project we've been working closely with them on for the last couple weeks is finally done. They have just released personalized character dice for the four players in the podcast, including Anchorage, Tom, and Eris, and Wendy. Those dice are up on our website right now, Rolling420s.com, so if you want to go check them out, I highly recommend it. They all look so cool and fit with the characters so well. And if you're feeling like your character could use some signature dice, I can't recommend anyone higher than Spectral Craft Dice. They'll work with you and they make incredible custom unique bioresin dice. And you can buy your own at spectralcraft.ca. That's their shop. Go check that out right now. We are going to have some more dice content coming out soon once we get them in our hands. And that'll all be coming out on our TikTok, our Instagram, and our Twitter. So go follow those. Our Instagram is at Rolling420sPodcast and our TikTok and Twitter is at Rolling420s. While we're in the spirit of thanking people, I want to take another moment to thank our incredible music producer for the podcast, Julian Monette, for letting us use Fantasies of a Lonely Adventurer and so many other tracks. He'll also be hosting the Oscars this year, so go follow his Spotify at Julian Monette. You won't regret it. His music is incredible. Okay, back to me. Um, This greener part for Escape starts to end, and there's a mix of mountainous uh, rock and canyons that start to appear, M- much like you'd see either in the Stormlands or maybe in the warmer part of the Stonehive, and the, the temperature begins to rise as well. The... Oh, I need a hair tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, um, there was one in uh, Corky's bag. Uh, of course. So you, you pull it out and you're able to tie up yeah. your hair. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cookie's hair tie. Go ahead and add that to your inventory. Yes. <laughs> um, you travel pr- for pretty much the whole day. Um, Tom and uh, are you are you driving the whole time? Yeah, but I'm probably getting kind of tired now. Does anybody want to switch? I mean, if you explain to me how to use it, sure. Emilio, do you know how to? Oh yeah. Head a carriage. He seems weak, though. Uh, let us roll to see if I know how to head a carriage. No, I have no idea. I am feeling quite useless on this trip. <laughs> I could try and figure it out. Quite good with animals. Is it sunny outside? Uh, it's getting dark. Okay. Getting dark. I mean, I can try. I can see fairly well. I can hold dark. on until Emilio's ready. It's okay. Okay. Tom. As it starts uh, to get later in the day, you see these birds circling high above you. You can't really clearly make them out at all, but they're just these like dark specks way up in the sky, circling over your carriage. Just something you notice. As the sun goes down, the horses begin to slow as they uh, seem to get more tired. There aren't a lot of trees around here for them to feast on and they've been uh, moving at quite a quick pace all day. Is the sapling that he that was ripped out of the ground for um, Corgi's sack, is that in the wagon? Yeah, that's in the wagon. Can somebody get that and we can stop for a second so these guys can feed? Yeah, sure. I uh, get it. Okay. I'm yeah. just going to like split up in a nice. segments and give them four some. little segments. It, it's easily enough for all four of them. It was quite a large sapling. It's like a snack for them. A little snack <laughs> for them. Um, a- after this little bit of uh, rejuvenation, their their fur seems to be a little more glossy, and the bark patterns kind of are reinforced a little stronger. Well, Tom and like watch out for more trees, okay? So we can like feed them. You can't help with that. I can totally help you. Of course, I can. Do do not think I can. I'll be able to see one when we come across a tree. I mean, it's hard to miss. I- I mean, I, I just wanted to remind you. I'm so sorry. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I can totally help. You know what, Wendy? How huh. dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I want to turn away from Wendy. Uh, well, I guess I just stare. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> All right, you guys continue onward. The horses are reinvigorated for quite a few more hours, and you're able to continue moving. Uh, what are the birds doing? Or didn't you say there was birds? There gathering? are birds overhead. Uh, you look up at them again. Uh, make me a perception check. Are you telling us about the birds also? If you guys didn't notice already, there are some birds upstairs. We didn't. It's covered. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 17 a 17 uh they're definitely still they're staying with your wagon um and maybe they've descended a little bit you're not sure should we shoot one down just to see (sighs) yeah i mean they're just birds right 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 okay i'm gonna shoot one down Okay, with uh, your bow? Yes, sir. What, what is the range on that? 80 to 320. 80 to 320? Yeah, you can make a shot. Right. Uh, 15. Um, You fire up the arrow. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll damage for me? 
a eight. Um, you fire up the arrow in it. Goes up, 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 and it strikes one of the birds, and it falters and it starts falling quickly. And as it does, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They were higher up than you thought, and they are quite large. It evens out its flight pattern, stretching out its gigantic wings. Easily a 20-foot wingspan on this creature. A gigantic buzzard with this long, naked neck with its little collar of feathers. Its long, pink neck with its little dead eyes staring at you. Sharp, long beak. It looks very angry. Should we get off the road? Uh, Wait, uh, you should roll initiative. Have we, yeah, we stopped. You got out of the card, right? Did y'all bother to tell me what there was inside his sack? No, we didn't. Oh, well, I, I have the horn on. Like, I would just have it on the horse. How did you shoot that bird? Like, you left the card, right? That is... I was thinking that there was some sort of platform on the front. Where Tom was sitting? Yeah, you are able to walk out to where Tom okay. was. Okay, are we rolling this again? Yes, you do. That was a non-natural 20 for me. A non-natural 20, so Tommond with a 20. Uh, anybody beat a 15? 17. 17. I got an 8. So, Tom, you see this gigantic vulture drop down out of the sky towards you after it's hit with its arrow. It drops about... 30, 40 feet above you guys, flapping its massive wings, casting a big shadow on you. Um, but it is your turn, Tommy. You are starting to off. What do you want to do? Okay, I will Eldritch Blast at this one. You'll Eldritch Blast at the one that uh, is nearest to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that is an eight. An eight? To hit. An eight to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Um, you fire your Eldritch Blast up, but this creature has air superiority. It easily just dodges out of the way. Um, Windy, that is now going to bring us to your turn. There are four more of those birds circling high above. Do they appear to, like, prepare to come down to us? Uh, not as of yet. Okay. But this one is. This one definitely is. This one is pissed. Alright, I mean, I, I guess I'm gonna step out as well. Magic Missile always hits. I, oh, oh, fine. Okay. Magic Missile always hits. So I need to roll damage. That's a four. Plus, Plus one, one so five. five. That's another four. Oh. Plus one is ten. That's a three. Plus one is fourteen. Fourteen. Oh my god. Did you just one-shot this? Oh, oh. we crap. 14 damage. That's insane. Um, You fire these three bolts at it, and it thinks it's going to dodge them just like it did to Tommy's Eldritch Blast. But as it dives to the side, the three bolts all follow it, and all three strike it directly in the chest. And the creature fully falls out of the air, chest smoking, and slams to the ground not too far away from you. Dead. Nice. Nice. Um, that's one down. <laughs> and the rest of them don't seem like they're coming down yet. Oh, they haven't gotten a turn yet. <coughs> um, but likely now they are definitely. I'm gonna turn to Tom and, and say, I think we should get off the road. What's around us? Uh, pretty 
much just mountainous landscape with a few like chasms and canyons here and there. Okay, um, I guess I'll try to direct us. Do we really think a chasm's gonna be safer than here? Maybe if we can find a cave? Um, a, a skinny enough chasm, their wingspan wouldn't be able to get inside. Oh, I, I think I'm thinking about what could be in there. <laughs> yeah, could yeah. be way worse things in the chasm. Should we just try to take these guys out? I mean, how hard is one? <laughs> okay. I want to shoot. I want to try. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Give me another shot, Anchorage. That's a uh, 14. That hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. Five. Five damage. Um, you fire another arrow up, and it strikes true. You are quite good at hitting these aerial moving targets. That is now going to bring us to the vulture's turn. The uh, four that are still circling up there all basically dive bomb in unison. Does Emilio also get a turn? Uh, yeah, he might. Right. If he does anything. Okay. Uh, the first one zips down straight towards you, Anchorage. This is the one you hit with an arrow. It swings its large beak as you as it, at you as it flaps down right next to the carriage. The horses scream all spooked as this giant thing descends around them and whips its long neck at you, beak trying to jab into your shoulder. Uh, Anchorage does a 21 hit your armor wait, class. Wait, wait, one second. I see this, right? Yeah. Can I use the protection thing? Like, I'm right next to him. Oh, yeah. So, how does that work? Um, so, once... Like once a turn as a react I as a reaction I can Ah oh, sorry. I can impose disadvantage when an adjacent enemy attacks someone else. Okay. Yep, so, so that is disadvantage. disadvantage. Yeah. Oh well that's a nine. That doesn't hit. Um well uh Anchorage the beat comes zipping at you at lightning speed and you are not able to get out of the way in time. You brace for the impact and the pain and there's this cling sound as you open your eyes from the flinch and you look up and standing there like this stalwart defender is windy shield up the vulture's beak buried deep into the metal windy you uh reach out your hand and your warhammer starts to hover wherever oh, it is yeah. um that is now going to bring us to the next vulture's turn um this one's coming for you windy mm as you are starting to seem like the larger threat here, it dives at you and it is going to try and make uh, two slashes at you with its talents. Uh, does a 20 hit your armor class? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, that's 11 piercing damage <laughs> as the first talent rakes across the side of your head down your chest. The second swing comes at you. Oh, does a seven hit? No. Uh, you easily bat the other claw away with uh, your shield, and you let out a defiant dwarven yell. Um, that brings us to the next vulture's turn. This one will uh, descend on Tommond. Uh, it will try and rip at you with its beak, first of all. Uh, does a four, uh, a 16 hit your Mm, mine's heavy armor, correct? Yours is heavy armor. Oh, yours is plate. Mine's plate. 
Uh, so that would take an 18 to hit you. Um, the creature slashes its talons at you, but or its beak, but it just bounces off your thick armor. Enraged, it's going to try and make a grapple attempt on you and grab you with its talons. Perfect. Uh, can <laughs> you make me an athletics check? That is an 11. Okay, uh, that is an 18 over here. The creature locks on with its talons and starts beating its massive wings. <laughs> you rise into the air 30 feet, Tommen. Okay. Is it my turn? Um. Uh, no, there is still one more vulture, I believe. Oh, man. Uh, I think only three have gone. Um, This last one, it dives at you while you're in the talons of the other vulture and it uh, is going to attempt to peck at you. And it gets advantage since you're grappled by the other Uh, Does a... uh, Fuck, that's terrible. Does an 11 hit your armor class? No. Uh, Your armor is far too thick for the beak to really be able to do any damage to you. It is going to try and slash you with its talons. Uh, Does a 20 hit your armor class? Yes. Okay. You are going to take... That's four damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, the claws are able to find a chink in your armor, but it, like, cuts into you, and it really doesn't have that much effect. Uh, that will then bring us all the way back around to Tom. Okay. So where so where am I in relation to everyone else? You are 30 feet above everyone else. Okay. Are there any birds beneath me? Uh, Hovering above it or anything? Yeah, there are two birds beneath you. Okay. Uh, there's one above you and one right next to you. One's holding on to you and one's like slashing at you with its talent. Did all of them go back up? No, only two of them have gone back up. Uh, two of them dive-bombed and are like right on you and a uh, windy anchorage. Uh, the other two are um, pulling at Tom and up in the air. I am going to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Misty step to be on its back. Oh, oh crap! Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. Uh, they are pecking at you and they're fighting over you, and then poof, you turn into a puff of white smoke, and poof, you're on top of the creature. Uh, why don't you make me either athletics or acrobatics to hang on? Okay. Um, <laughs> just straight strength. Right that is a there. 13 for acrobatics. 13. Okay. Uh, you grab on and you do like your little acrobat hang and you like <laughs> lock your arms around its neck. Damn, did I really think this could have 30 feet is the range of Misty Step. I could have teleported to the ground. <laughs> but here I am. I, I believe uh, Misty Step is a bonus action. Oh, that's a bonus action. So, you still have your main action. You can't cast another spell, because you can only cast one spell. But I cantrip. But you can cast a cantrip. Perfect. Okay. Or, um, like, a check if you wanted to try animal handling or something like that. Ooh. Okay, okay. <laughs> Why do I give him ideas? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I don't have anything... Okay, I'm, uh, can I, can I, can I, um, burn some of my bud and make an animal handling check at the same time? Oh, like trying to get it stoned? What, just trying to, like, relax it and get it. Okay, do you have, like, a fire cantrip? Um, I mean, I've got, uh, fire breath, fire bolt. 
Okay. You could just release some of your smoke. Um, I, I, I I'll say you could hold like a bud in your hand and just like firebolt it and okay. immediately like just turn it into smoke. But would that would that kind of a bonus action? That would count as your action. To but, yeah, my like, action. But I'll let you do the animal handling check too. Okay. Uh, I, I'll let this happen since cool. You're like it's not a damaging fireball, it's a friend fireball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Roll me animal handling. Um, I, I will give you advantage for the weed, but uh, it's canceled out by your disadvantage from being. In okay, that is nineteen. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oh, oh yes. This is going horribly. <gasps> I also got a 19. Uh, okay. Now, it does say that the, the giant vulture has a very advanced intelligence. Um, so it kind of understands what you're doing. And it breathes in this smoke. And you're able to get the message across. Chill. And you can have more of this. <laughs> I give him a knowing look. <laughs> um, he can't see that. <laughs> um, uh, you're not sure, but you think it may have worked. Wendy, now brings us to you. Yeah. There are uh, two buzzards down flapping around you in Anchorage. Cute. One's on, like... On my shield, right? Yeah, one's like on your shield, the other is like trying to dig into you with its claws. Okay, but it's like within reach. They're both within reach. So I can just hit it with my warhammer? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, you reach out your hand and your warhammer comes zipping from within. I love when that happens. From within the carriage, you hear Amelia go, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful with that thing. Uh, and the hammer pushes into your hand. And you swing it with all your might at uh, one of the vultures. Which one? The one at your shield or the one attacking you? The one attacking you. Okay, hold it. That's a 10. That's a 10. That is? (laughs) What? (laughs) That is their armor glass. That's kind of cute. That's 10 damage. 10 damage. Holy crap. Um... And two. That is a lot of damage. Um, you slam the warhammer into this giant vulture, and you feel the hollow bones just shatter with the impact. Um, it the creature is still uh, alive and. Can I cast booming blade while I'm doing this? Oh, uh, I should have said action. this before, right? You should have said that. Oh uh, yeah. For, okay, sorry. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Um, that will then bring us to anchors. Unless there's anything else you want to do. No, I mean, what else could I do? No. Cry? (laughs) (laughs) I want to leap on the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So which one is the other one? The one that... Like on the shield? The one that Wendy didn't just smash. (laughs) Okay, okay, the one that's on her shield. Yeah. Okay, uh, make me an acrobatics check. I. That's a natural 20. I hate you so. <laughs> Plus much. 7, so that's a 27. How are you so good at this game? This is so 
This is ridiculous. Better player. He just switched dice too. So he just came over dice. and gave me his crappy dice <laughs> and took mine, which I have not crit all all day with. Okay, well, all right, Anchorage. Uh, you do a running leap and you like grab your hand around the vulture's neck and swing yourself up onto its back and you lock yourself into position. Hell yeah. Impressive. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do, Anchorage? Um, I, I want to, if I can like try to pull it up so that it. <laughs> try and make it go up? Yeah. I'll say you can do that with your nat 20 is you like wrap your arms around the neck. And you like pull it pointing upwards. Yeah. Um, okay, that is now going to bring us to uh, the vulture attacking. Um, oh, you should beat the vulture that you just climbed on. Right, <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it it's gonna try and shake you off, but with your natural twenty, it just automatically fails. Uh, it and when it's unable to do that, it, it great frustration. Uh, it swings out with one of its talents at. Uh, Wendy. Wendy, does a 20 hit your armor class? Yeah, unfortunately it does. Yes. Okay, that is 12 damage. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. These guys, they may not have a lot of hit points, but sometimes they can do a crazy amount of damage. Um, as these talons just rake across your chest. Um. Just <laughs> Next is, I believe, the vulture that uh, you smacked. Um, it is going to swing both its talons at you. No, it's going to go for Anchorage. Um, it flaps up into the air, giving you an opportunity attack on it. Cool. Because it's moving to try and get Anchorage off of its friend. So you get to use your reaction to try and hit it. So, okay. if you want. Yeah, sure. Okay, roll the hit. Cool. That was a 25. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. 25 definitely hits. Cool. With my uh, Warhammer, right? Yep. Nice. Uh, that's seven damage. Seven damage. Uh, as it flies up, you get one more parting hit on its leg, just smashing some of the bones. But it flaps up anyway and darts over to where Anchorage is and is going to try and peck him off of its companion. Uh, does a... Oh, God, a nine hit your armor class? No, sir. Okay. Uh, it pecks at you, but it, it's not even close. Uh, it's hard to hit you with the other birds struggling around so much. It's now going to swing with its talons. That's even worse. Uh, neither attack hits Anchorage. Uh, and you are still locked on to the vulture's back. Um, that is now going to bring us the two, to the two that are uh, with Thomas. Now, first of all, the one that he gave the pot smoke to. I, it seems kind of true. It is no longer trying to shake you off. Uh, and it <laughs> lets out a kind of like <laughs> squawking noise at <laughs> its uh, companion and its companion. <laughs> more angrily and is going to dive. Um, who is still being held in the creature's claw. No, you're up on its back now. Mm-hmm. So it no longer has advantage. Oh, that's a natural 20. 
um, its talons swipe at you, and it scores a perfect hit as you are going to take six, seven, eight, nine, ten damage. Still, uh, the claws rake into your back, and it is not comfortable. Um, and then it gets one more attack at you, which it will try and peck you. Uh, it does. Ooh, that is 18 exactly. Okay. That is uh, six damage. How you feeling? Ooh, about to feel better in a second. Give me one moment. Okay. That uh, brings us to the end of the vultures' turns, and that will bring us back around to Utah. Where'd that vulture go? Is he just like next to me? He's just right next to you, slashing at you with his claws. He just scored a really good pack through you. Okay. Smoke him out. <laughs> I gotta! <laughs> smoke the other one out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess I'll do the same thing. Okay, so you just like make another firebolt puff of smoke at this vulture. And roll for animal anyway. Alright. <laughs> Give a shot. Bye, guys. Bye. That's an eight. Ah, you do the puff of... This one's not having it. It doesn't care about the smoke. It wants food. Um, that... Oh. Anything else you want to do there, Tommy? Still got your bonus action? I've still got my bonus action? Oh, boy. (laughs) Then I... That's all he had to say. I give him a coconut. (laughs) (laughs) All right, with your bonus action, you present coconut. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Um, uh, Wendy, it is now your turn. Yeah. Okay, but like all of them like just flew off. No, no, no. Uh, So one of the one of them has anchorage on its back. Right. And that one's like pretty much right next to you. And then there's another one that's, like, right on top of that one trying to get Anchorage out. Yeah. Uh, but it's st- they're both still within range. You just have to move. Within bit. range. Yeah. But, like, there is one that I hit twice. It should, can't be, like, far from death, right? It cannot be far from death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one that is trying, trying to peck, to peck him off is yeah. probably very low. Well, I'm just going to hit it. Okay. Then. Roll the hit. That's a... Oh, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. That's uh, nine. You bring the warhammer down right on the back of the vulture and you drive it down towards the ground. You hear the vulture's spine snap and the large body goes thudding to the ground motionless. Well, I got two of them down. (laughs) Do I get a bonus action? Uh, yeah. Can I heal 1d10 plus whatever I can do? Yes, yes. Level hit points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I can heal eight. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you use your second wind and you regenerate some hit points um, as your wounds start to close up. Uh, that will now bring us to Anchorage. Um, you are atop this one bird, and you rolled a natural 20 to stay on, so. What's the plan from here? There are still... Did the other one die? The one that was just attacking you died. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wendy obliterated that thing. 
I want to get up and really grab onto its neck and do lay on hands and try to animal handle it. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, so h- how, mo- how many points of lay on hands are you giving it? Two. Two, okay. And give me an, an animal handling with advantage. That's a 17. A 17? Okay. And y- you're trying to make it go up? Yeah. Okay. Like up towards where Tom and the other one is? Yeah. Okay. You cast your lay on hands and uh, Vulture seems to realize what you're doing and appreciate it. And you point its neck like directly upwards. And it goes. It begins to flap its giant wings because it is next to a turn. And it flaps and it takes off of the ground and rises into the air towards where uh, Tommond and the other two vultures are battling it out. And it uh, kind of levels out at the same place that uh, Tommond's is. Uh, that brings us to uh, your vulture. Uh, it just remains at this level-ish next to the other two. Um, there is one, however, that is going to... Ooh, it now has another target. Um, confused, it looks from Tommen to Anchorage, both riding on top of its friends with your ridiculously high rolls. Uh, and it's uh, seeing the new threat, it's going to uh, go for you, Anchorage. With a talon swipe, does a 17 hit your armor class? Yes, sir. Right. You are going to take 11 damage as it swipes you with its talon. Um, and then it is going to swipe at you one more time. Does a 21 hit your armor class? Uh, yeah, just barely. Okay, and this was with its beak. It tries to peck down at you. Uh, 10 damage. Uh, as it digs down into you with its claws and beak, um, all the force, it kind of knocks your bird sideways a little bit, and it spins out of control, but then it levels out again with its large wings. Um... Uh, and the other vulture is uh, pacified by the pot smoke. Mm. There is one hostile vulture left. And he is... Uh, right next to you. Uh, he just went and attacked Anchorage. He's about probably like 15 feet from you. Oh, across in the air, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him with with a uh, scorching ray. Okay. Um, you reach out your hand and you fire. Is it multiple scorching rays? It's three. Three. Okay. So go ahead and roll to hit. For the, are they all at the one? Um, if he if he's the only hostile one, then yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a seventeen. A seventeen that hits. Okay, and then each for each one. The second one is a ten. That hits. And the third is a nine. That does not hit. Okay. Uh, two, two of them strike the vulture, though. Okay. Um, so I need to roll 4d6. That is 9, uh, 12, 15. Or no, 14. 14 damage. Oh, my God. You blast these scorching rays at the vulture, and they just blow holes in its feathers, in its feathery wings. And the creature starts spiraling, plummeting towards the ground. Um, both of your vultures like squawk out in distress 
and are both going to try and dive after their friend. I say we leap off. I mean, I'll stay on mine. Once we pass the carriage, I want to leap onto the carriage if I can. Uh, okay. Um, Pair leap onto carriage. So, uh, the vulture, it drops and it spirals down uh, towards you, Wendy, and it is now your turn. As um, Tom has blown holes in this vulture's wings and it's spiraling down towards you. But it's not dead yet. It's not dead yet. Okay. Can I wait until it is within range? Yeah. <laughs> can I then hit it? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. That's a 15. Okay. Yeah, that most definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Five. <laughs> uh, along with the fall damage, that is enough. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> as it's going by, you drive your turtle shaped warhammer into its side and just propel it a little faster into the ground and it hits with a sickening squelch. Um, as oh. it hits the ground, uh, both of your buzzards like start to pull up a little bit. Anchorage, you're able to find a chance to jump off onto the carriage. Uh, roll me an acrobatics, though. That's an 11? An 11. Uh, you make it, but uh, you do take four damage as you roll and kind of collapse into the carriage. Oh, hi! <laughs> what is that, dude? Uh, well, I killed three of them. Um, yeah, the two uh, remaining buzzards are going to settle down uh, over next to their three dead friends um, and immediately start chowing down because they're carrying vultures and they just are scavenging for food. Booyah! Can I... Can, are we out of combat now? Uh, yeah, we'll call it out of combat now. Can I Can I get them higher? Can I get some munchies? Trying to get them stoneder and stoneder. Well, I'm trying to be friends. I, 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 yeah, I, I figured that out. Uh, once they start feeding, you can just start burning some more herb, trying to get them to have the munchies. Lay on hands, three points to myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, Emilio steps out of the carriage. Oh, what happens? Uh, oh, you... Oh, no, look out! Two of them are still alive! Ah, and he, like, jumps back into the carriage. <laughs> Don't worry, Emilio! Tom is taking good care of them. Yeah, Sebastian seems like he's doing better. <laughs> Sebastian. That's his name. He gave me a knowing look and I knew. <laughs> oh, God. Are you guys just waiting here for them to finish their, the other buzzards? Should we, like, keep those alive? <laughs> I want to bring Sebastian. You want to bring him? him. Alright, what about the other one? I think we should just keep going. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, honestly. Okay. Can I try to talk to Sebastian? Uh, do you do you have speak with animals? Let me see what languages I speak. <laughs> I'm guessing one of them isn't vulture. Vulture. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, right here. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just have to see. Um, well, I have two unchosen extra languages. <laughs> that's the right moment to pick one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm actually quite fluent in vulture. You know what? You gotta pick both your languages right now. Okay. And I, if you do that, one of them can be vulture. We'll okay. say you learned vulture in your time in the Sky Havens because there are a lot of vulture folk there. Okay. And they were able to teach you the rudimentary beginnings of their language. Okay. Of course. But you have to pick your other language right now. Okay. Lizard I'm, language. 
Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I really set myself up for this one day. <laughs> we actually communicate on a deeper level, and I don't think I'm ever seeing Lizard again, to be honest. Um, yeah, you left Lizard in your house. I did leave Lizard. Well, I wasn't going to bring him. He'd be in danger. He'd be in danger. He probably still hasn't made it off that chair yet. Right. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. <laughs> or get back. Or he has. Or, yeah. Or he's we really don't. <laughs> or gotten fast. Um. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll pick vulture and I'll pick I'll pick mathematics. That's not a language. What the fuck? Well, dwarven. Dwarven. Everything in Dusamba is written in dwarven, pretty much, since the dwarves built everything. Uh, oh, that's yeah, true. Accurate. I would have to know that for my my patron. Yeah. Dwarven is really like easy to learn too. Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> yeah, I will pick dwarven as my other language, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna say, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> he goes yes. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, can I can I top you off, buddy? He goes absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's gas, yo. All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to hit the road, but you know what? We leave a wake of carnage. I'm thinking that if you're looking for more snacks, you know, uh, we, 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 could use, we could use some guys, some, some guys like you. Sebastian you know, looks at you and he goes, you know what? Uh, that's actually perfect because uh, me and my old crew actually just had a falling out, <laughs> <laughs> a falling out of the sky. And uh, most of them are dead, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking for a new crew now. Oh, you guys want to work for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking working together, I'm going to pat my, my satchel, which is going to waft a little bit from that. Hey, look here, buddy. Uh, everybody wants to work together, be a 50-50 partner with me, but I mean, really, what, what are you bringing to the table? I'm going to pat my satchel again. It's going to waft some more. <laughs> okay. That is what I believe to be something very good for me. Um, a 19. Hmm. Fine. 50-50 partners it is. <laughs> <laughs> now. Explain to me, who are my new employees? And he looks over at uh, Wendy and Anchorage. Hmm. That one, you you can refer to them as Anchorage, if you please. And that one, I believe, name is named Emilio. That one is Destroyer of Birds. Her heavy hammer strikes many to the ground. Yeah. I fear that one greatly. And Creator of food. Yes. Creator of food, and he goes back to eating his buddies. <laughs> Did he just um, call me Emilio? <laughs> Is that what just happened? Sorry, <laughs> no, but we wouldn't have understood if he said it in Vulture. All right, right, you're right. I don't know what he said. I, I couldn't. Per- I couldn't remember the pronunciation for your name. It's been a few years. It's windy. 
Vulture. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wendy's really hard to say. Vulture. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. You wait a few moments, and then Sebastian finishes up eating, and he turns to you, and he goes, "All right, I believe it is time to move on." What about the other? Tell one? the rest of the troops it's time to go. Tommen, what about Sebastian's friend? Yeah. Uh, chill. Uh, Sebastian looks at him. He's like, "Yeah." I mean, he ain't no rat. Okay. Yeah. You guys, let's, let's, let's roll out. Let's go find some... Let's get back to business. <laughs> the other vulture kind of looks like a little forlornly off, and then it'll fly away. Okay. Um, but Sebastian will stay behind. He's no rat. <laughs> He's no rat. He ain't gonna say shit. How did you understand that? <laughs> <laughs> understand what? Uh, I don't know. You just, like... Is that something weird? <laughs> it's all in the eyes. He wasn't the knowing guy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he's a vulture, not a rat. Yeah, you're right. He ain't no rat. Now that he I'm looking no at rat. it, he ain't no rat. Yeah, he did kind of look like a rat. Yeah. I wasn't sure what I was hitting either. A uh, rat or vulture. It's, hey, Tommy. Wait, have you told me your name yet? Sebastian's like, he turns around. My name is Tommy. My name's Tommy. Oh, yo, hey, Tommy. There's not, like, fish in that cart or anything, is there? Because, like, Loki, I smell something, and I could really, really go for it. Is there, is there like, maybe some, um, some really old fish in that cart? Because, like, your cart smells like really old fish. I don't actually know. That might just yeah, well, be Yeah, well, I'm going to go check. But... I'll let you know. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> you guys have just gone back into the covered wagon. The vulture's head pops through the back. And it just like starts going to town on the fish in there that Corky left. Wait, has has Tom had explained to us that it's friendly yet, <laughs> or did it just break into the? He, he just made some squawking noise at it. <laughs> they like nodded at each other. <laughs> the other one flew off, and now it's like breaking in and eating. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get back on the reins. All right, let's go. <laughs> and keep going and just. Um, Wendy, are we gonna do anything about this vulture? I don't know. It like scoops up the last fish in its mouth, and it and it takes off up into the air above okay. you. Um, Sweet, I guess. Poor it Amelia. A few times and gains a few, uh, maybe almost a hundred feet of height above you, and then just coasts along above your carriage as you all continue to move. Sweet. I should have gone with him. That'd be way cool to think with you, nerds. <laughs> you have to steer the carriage. <laughs> All right. Um, that being said, nightfall is upon you. The sun is just starting to slip behind uh, the horizon line, and darkness is setting in. Would you all like to try and find somewhere to camp to, for the night? Do you want to just try and push it through? It. It'll likely exhaust your horses, but you could travel through the night. Are there trees around? Make me a perception check. Mm. I'm still on the lookout for trees, apparently. Right? All right. All right. Well, then both of you do it. But how about only you do that, and I'm just looking really helpfully? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. What'd you get? 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, conveniently, there's a really nice patch of trees uh, not too far from here. Oh, I love um, that. It's not too out of the ordinary. The Kattegat, its biomes are very chaotic, and there's often, like, bits of an entirely different biome superseded just on top of the other one. 
and you're able to find a nice grassy spot sheltered in this little grove of trees. Uh, the tree stomper horses, they are very excited. They whinny about, and they begin to just bite the branches off the lower parts of the trees. Um, do you all want to sleep here for the night? Yeah. Yeah, I could really need a long rest. Same. Yeah, okay. You all uh, situate yourself. Are you sleeping in the wagon? Yeah. Emilio? Yes. Do you need sleep? No. <laughs> this is my time. And he leaps out the back of the wagon. <laughs> and he runs away. What? No, Emilio, wait. That's not what I meant. Emilio, buddy, come back. <laughs> He's booking it. Emilio. This is his time. <laughs> What do you watch out for? Any, like, bad people that might approach us? <laughs> He's not. Emilio, little cattle. <laughs> wow. We should have Sebastian do that. True. I, just, I get out of the cart and I just, like, flump down on the ground. Who's Sebastian? All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, and you all get a long rest. Um, and Sebastian uh, circles over top. All right, our party is long resting, and our players just got super stoned. So we're going to record the last little bit of this episode now. All of you wake up the next morning feeling refreshed in this beautiful little glade of trees that you randomly got lucky and now wanted <coughs> off of. Um, you see, Emilio is back, and he has cut down a whole bunch of the branches of the trees and bundled them up in the wagon. Because <coughs> uh, I cut some food for the horses. I do not know when the next time we'll come across trees like this. You are so helpful. Yes, I told you the night is my time. Well done, deputy. <laughs> he, he gives you a little sh- salute. <coughs> yes, Sheriff. Uh, yeah, I've done my useful thing for the party. <laughs> <laughs> now the DM can ignore me. <laughs> <coughs> and where is... Sebastian. Uh, you look up and you can see a little black dot high in the sky circling above you guys. Man, we should have communicated some way to, to signal him to come down or something. Can't you just, um, like, scream at him? That's very far. That is very far. I mean, maybe... Maybe he's he got, has really good you ears. Know, once you once you get on one of those things, you know, once you've flown oh. your first, you realize how loud their wings are. <laughs> once you've flown like your first. Like an airplane. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I don't know what airplane is. <laughs> what is that? I, I don't know. That just like, came into my mind. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I must have had a dream. Yeah, you dreamed Prophecy. of airplanes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prophetic dream of the Wright brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you guys setting off? Sure. Um, can I roll to see if there's any fruit here? Yeah, sure. Uh, make me a survival check. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's probably gonna be much. Um, that's an eight. <laughs> oh, there are coconuts. <laughs> oh Everyone, yeah. Suddenly you're like, now I know where the coconut. Oh, it's all coming together. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go get some of those ones. How many? 20. I mean, we You're have like 20? a card. I'm going to get, I was going to get five. Let's just fill the card up. Yeah, I'm, we have to fill it. Okay, like, the horses are going to have to pull all that weight. 
They're four tree stomping Stoutland. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's go get some coconuts. Just <laughs> leave enough room for a meal, yo. Just enough. Let's not forget to invite Emilio. I don't want to leave him here. Wait, well, he has it's okay. I've been invited once. Been invited I can always come in. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's just the first time. <laughs> All right. Well, we grab. We uh, let's just uh, let's get we to it. Coconuts. We're gonna we wrangle coconuts. Uh, okay. You guys get bushels of coconuts. We'll say. Yes. Uh, and you cram them into like one of the cages. <laughs> yes. That does that has like really close together bars, and you just like fill it up with coconuts for like secure loading. <laughs> <laughs> well, like close together bars for like a smaller creature that could slip through. Just big enough to keep the coconuts yeah, all yeah, together. Yeah. Uh. And you guys uh, set off. Yeah, yeah. Do you still off. have the map, Ingrid? Of course I do. Okay, good. You guys travel for the the day. Uh, let's see. How's how's the landscape changing as you all continue? Um, you had your close shave with the vultures back near the canyons. And as you've continued along this way, these canyons and mountains and this stony, uh, these stony outcroppings have become larger and more frequent. Now pretty much uh, the only uh, sort of landscape that you can even see around you is these like stony mountains and canyons. And as you have kept going, the mountains have gotten larger and the canyons have gotten deeper. Um... You continue throughout the entire day like this until you come to this gigantic canyon, bigger than you've ever seen before. Uh, Anchorage, you uh, look on your map and you see that it is labeled as the Titan's Grave. It is the Titan's biggest canyon grave. in all of Kattegat, um, and it spans for miles. To get around this thing, it looks could take weeks but there's a bridge and you can see it coming into sight just as you crest over this one little mountain sebastian lands with a thud next to you and he squawks to you tom and in vulture there's uh, black garbed men in metal suits all over that bridge they have the painted colors of a crow with its Wings nailed to a tree. Well, it looks like our friends, who aren't our friends, the ones who took our friends, are back. Did we catch Behind them? Us? I forgot their names. But back? Ba- Barney? No. Yeah. <laughs> Barney, except we don't like him. Blackguard. So are they in front of us? Um, yeah, they're on the bridge. We were fast enough to catch them. Um, the vulture squawks and he says, uh, uh, about ten of them are in a small stone nest in the center of that bridge. Um, ten of them are in a stone nest on the bridge, which, if the bird heritage gives me anything to inquire about what that means, a nest could really be anything. Uh, do you guys continue to approach? I think that we should probably peel off and approach on foot. Mm. You are in a blackguard wagon. An right. Altered one. An altered one. Are you still in the blackguard garb? No. no. Uh, I doubt you brought that. We could I trade bet I could get coconuts. A new one pretty fast, though. 
Oh, you probably could. Ooh. Um. Sebastian squawks to you. Tommond, let us descend on them from above. We shall toss their weak bodies into the canyons where they shall shatter like coconuts. I'll be right back. I'm going to get on his back. Sebastian <laughs> spreads his wings and takes off. And with that, we're going to end for today. Uh, please join us next time, guys. Uh, this has been such a fun episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are the rolling 420s. Um, I'm Jonah, the DM. Uh, to my left over here, I have... Anchorage. Oh, yeah. And our great guest today. Wendy! Thank you so much, Wendy. Yeah. And Tommond. <sighs> yeah, thanks, Tommond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for saying your name, Tommond. Yeah. Nice work. <laughs> what, do you want a medal? 